Uh, yeah, I'm calling in. Um, I have a question about the newest <laughs> cryptocurrency uh, from my favorite financial advisors. I was wondering if you guys could help me out. Yeah, first yeah of all, who do we have here? This also is not financial advice, just to make that clear. Let's just get that out of the way. It's good to have you on the show. Get though. that out of the way. Get that out of the way early. Who do we have <laughs> yeah, here? Hey, guys. Uh, this is Joe Biden, no relation, uh, calling in hey, from Joe. Delaware. Where are you from? Delaware. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Again, city. A lot of confusion going city. on. Big Apple. Um, between me and, and the other Joe Biden. But that's beside the point. Uh, here to talk about Dogecoin today. Um, are we, are we selling? Are we holding? What's, what's going on, fellas? Give me some certified financial advice, please. Hold well, thanks for your call, Joe Biden. <laughs> uh, we, yeah, we just decided that we're going to hold, uh, we're going to hold until we die. Thank you, Joe. Thanks for your call. Thanks for coming thanks, on, guys. Joe. Bye. Love the show. <laughs> that means a lot, Joe. Hey guys, sorry. I, did I it, Joe. Uh, was a little late getting on the call. Um, but I, I guess I missed our, our guest. Do we have a guest on there? Yeah, we just had... You just said Joe Biden, no relation. He was just looking for some financial advice, you know. Hey, aren't we? Which we didn't give him. Yeah, no. Again, pure speculation. IRS, please keep moving. And Uh, also, we do not have any cryptocurrency, so please do not pay any attention to that either. Yeah, this is all just for what we see on Twitter. Exactly. Crypto. Yeah, parody law and what is crypto? I don't even know what that is. Truthfully, I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, if I'm, if I'm in court, like, uh, I'm not committing perjury when I say, I don't know what crypto is. Look, I put money (laughs) into the app and then I get more money out of the app. And as far as I'm concerned, that's all I need to know. That's all I say. I put money in money goes up. (laughs) I see the green line. It makes me happy. (laughs) Nice. That's in unison take there. Oh, we're live. I didn't even know. Oh, we're live, baby. Been live, baby. I don't, I don't break out the voice filter for an off-air bit, okay? That is that is precious content very that we true. cannot let go to waste. Very true. Joe um, Biden calling in about Dogecoin. He said, are you guys seeing this? <laughs> are you guys seeing this? I said, Joe, I've been watching it. Hunter tells me I need to buy Dogecoin. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> he, Thank he you. He said... He's, he was buying Parmesan cheese with Dogecoin. <laughs> Used to be you couldn't do that. Not even even Major's, Major's buying some Dogecoin. We just send him out. <laughs> poor, Major's poor, bought too much. Poor Major Biden in the news a lot lately. Oh, my Ma- gosh. Major, he bit dog. off more than he could chew. Now, look, look, fat. More ways than one, Jack. Come on. He didn't bite anybody who, who, who didn't deserve it. That's That's a fact. Love to see it. Um, yeah, didn't he, he? He like shat in the hallway three times, and then he bit four people or something. Something like that. Something like that, man. Oh my gosh. He just living his life, man. Leave the dog it's, alone. At least we have you know the Oval Poffis Twitter account to keep us abreast of all the current news. So <laughs> the Oval Poffis Twitter account, like, I feel like they they kind of willed this into existence, right? This is like divine retribution for them making that account. Um, for people who don't know, it's a parody account where like they use like the Reddit dog speak to impersonate Joe Biden's dogs where they're like, uh, oh, I, I can't even think of a of one it's of the jokes that they really make right now. It is hard, but <laughs> it's, it's also so like the pathetic. lowest hanging fruit possible. Yeah, it's like, oh, I love my mommy and daddy into Oval <laughs> Office. It's like stuff like that. <laughs> like so, so 
Let me see if I can pull up a tweet. Yeah. To, to me, that account, they've brought it upon themselves, right? They, they've surely there's some sort of like, you know, divine equilibrium that is that is balancing out by making them have to defend major biting for separate people. But um, My, uh, here we go. This was the official uh, press release from the other dog in the Biden house. My brother major will underpaw a bit of extra training offsite here in Washington, DC. I still paw leave that the training should happen at the white house in the environment in which major lives. <laughs> Positive reinforcement training only no punitive methods. I love major so much. So brutal. Like there's an adult human that is typing that out. Yeah. Going, you know what? This is good. This, this is, is good. good. Is, they're going to love Send this. that out positive that's gonna do numbers it has 216,000 followers oh god imagine like i mean i say imagine subjecting yourself to that but the moment a major biden headline hits i am looking at it (laughs) every time there's the dog poops in the hallway i'm looking for the next all all the tweets about how it was actually joe that did it and and major was taking the fall (laughs) (laughs) killing me Oh, is that him now? Is that him in the background, Tom? Is that Major? You know, guys, we are we're live right now. I think I'm seeing Major run through the the alley in my Major uh, Biden was relocated to Burbank. He's he's fled from the Secret Service. They knew they were going to kill him. He can hear that we're talking about him. He's trying to plead his case. (laughs) I didn't do it. He's gone to a sanctuary city. (laughs) He's fled. He's fled DC. The National Guard are on him, but he's out of there now. I, I, I'm kind of a believer that he's not going to come back to the White House. I don't think we'll see that dog again. I saw that tweet that was like um, the thing about Major's dog or the thing about Major is that he's going to leave and come back and be a very different size color. His fur will be different and he <laughs> yes. might sound different too. <laughs> He'll look like a different breed of dog, but it will be it's Major. Like it's a golden retriever. They're just calling it Major still. <laughs> oh my gosh. Major came back from his re-education program. Look how oh smart God. he looks now. Rough stuff. <laughs> Are you the one running that account, Brad? Rough stuff. I am. Yeah, it's my uh, it's my alt. It's my burner account. Your your passion project. I I yeah. I somehow started to just snowball, and now I have a couple hundred thousand followers that I have no idea what to do with, and I'm stuck in the bit. Just keep saying positive things. Just keep it positive, Brad. Stop. <laughs> it's and it's like the crazy part is they don't do other like dog puns. They it's all just something paw related. Like it's at least get one. a little creative with it, please. You know, put in put in some degree of effort. We'll see. We'll we see. We'll see. Well, welcome back to feature. Welcome back, Picks, everyone. Episode twenty nine. I don't know sure. why I never know. I never know. I think it's twenty nine. I think you're that right. Feels oh, right. Let's roll the with big it. Big two nine. We've <laughs> had some big uh some big events lately. I think I think there's a birthday in the group that just passed. Oh, who could it be? That's right. Happy birthday to you. Thank you. I thought you I for always, sure you were about to do the whole song. <laughs> no, yeah, I thought about it. I was, I was like, bracing no, myself. No. Uh, Happy I birthday, love- Mr. President. <laughs> oh, wait, hang on, hang on. Oh, Happy here birthday, we go. No, it's coming. Here it goes. Happy birthday, Mr. President. <laughs> So bad. Thank you, Dorita. Thank you for Thank you, chiming Dorita. in. That means Thanks, a lot. Dorita. Wow. Love you, Dorita. Yeah, the big, Biggest what, 2-5, old ass man? Yeah. The big 2-1. Quarter one. century, baby. 
old ass man. Yeah, yeah midlife 21. crisis. Legal. He's legal now, everybody. <laughs> it's like the, when you're, you know, you like turn 16, you're like, I'm turning 21 for the 30th year straight. But it's oh, like, I'm I, turning I 21 for, sure. for the fourth year straight. That's so, right, I will baby. for sure be using that. Yes. When I'm older. Um, I, I feel like I'm still spiritually stuck in like 22. Every time somebody asks me my age, I, I reflex to 22, but it's not. It's, I've it been kind of right. like yeah, me too. leaning into 25 for a while now, just because yeah. like year 25 and most other of my friends are 25 at this point. So it's just kind of like, yeah, I guess I'm pretty much just 25 right. leaning into it. It's, it's, it's good yeah. to get ahead of it. It makes it less depressing. But then I forgot that I was 24 for a few months. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> You had so much life to live and you just squandered I like, it. I squandered my youth. Now I'm 25. It's all in the rear view. Well, you know, you, what you can do view. is you can just go to Silicon Valley and get like some blood of some youth and you can That's inject true. that That's into true. your veins. Yeah. And that is not an exaggeration. That's a real headline. Yeah. yeah. That's real. So, <laughs> how long, I mean, how long do we have to pretend like Alex Jones is, is wrong about things, right? Because I mean, I, this was, you know, years ago, he's talking about people being vampires and consuming the blood of the young. So it's like when Newsweek I mean, runs the story, that's like, oh, people in Silicon Valley are pumping their their bodies full of blood from the young. It's like, uh, how far away are we? I think uh, I think it's one of those cases where the more you say just outlandish things, something, one of those things, it's going to hit, you know, you got to throw something at the wall. Yeah, that's right. I think, uh, yeah, clocks right twice a day. So that's right. It's part of me though. I'm like, so obviously we've come out on the show. We're, we're me and Josh, at least we're, we're conspiracy, uh, gurus positive conspiracy gurus uh to a certain <laughs> conspiracy extent. curious maybe? gurus yes maybe? but we're not we're not like QAnon people we're not like flat earth people but at the same time you have to kind of like throw those people a bone every now and again when it's like okay yes yes there is a legitimate news story about the ultra wealthy using the blood of the young to keep themselves youthful. Okay, we got to give you that one. We can't, there's no denying it anymore. That's an easy right? dub. Yeah. So it's like people are always like, how do they get these crazy ideas? And I'm like, you're running them on the front page of your magazine. <laughs> so enable I wonder. All of you. Yeah, I, I wonder where they're coming from. All of you. Yeah, man. I guess yeah. We'll have to steal Thomas's blood. He's now the youngest man on the yeah, show. That's true. That's right. Mm-hmm. All right, Thomas, go ahead and uh, send a quart of uh, blood over to each of us. Be good to go. <laughs> One free. Uh, yeah, put it in like a Manila NFT. envelope and just send it. Yeah, loose. I'm making it, I'm making it into an NFT. NFT. <laughs> Thomas that's, Blood Bank NFT. Back of my blood. Come and get <laughs> it's, it. It's a picture of Thomas donating blood. <laughs> that's all it is. But it gives you the spiritual energy that you need. Exactly. That's important. It's, it's all about the vibes, really. Yeah. So uh, NFTs are interesting, but my question is, who is buying them? Because to me, I'm like, there's absolutely no benefit whatsoever for the buyer, right? You're just getting a JPEG and like I the artist idea. is getting <laughs> possibly thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars. So I'm like, what? The trade does not seem fair. I don't Do know if it was. Oh, go ahead. Uh, I was just, I was going to say, I saw an article about a tennis player selling um, like a patch of her skin to any company that wants to like put 
an ad essentially like to tattoo oh logo or something on her uh arm not like she's not selling a pet that's a yeah i was picturing her (laughs) i was picturing her like slicing off like a little bit of her arm and like sending it to a sporting please clone me that would be insane no way i want nike to clone me we're making tennis racket grips out of the skin of Maria Sharapova, and you can buy it now. And we're crossing her DNA with what is the, what is the thing Alex Jones says? The Camaras. The, Chi- yeah, yeah. the, the Chinese are making Camaras. They're fusing the tigers and humans. Camaras. We're like five years from that being a headline. See, that's the thing though. Is that I'm like, I'm like, just waiting for it. I'm waiting <laughs> for the headline that shows like a Chinese soldier on all fours with like whiskers, and he's leaping through the jungle. And then I'm oh gonna have to gosh. be like, you know what? There's another one. Mark it down. If a government was to do it, it would be China. I think that's probably. Yeah, it's a small parody, and I <laughs> do not have any ill will against the Chinese government. Yeah, you're gonna look like, like a fool in six I'm years. Like LeBron when I, James, <laughs> you're pulling a LeBron. No, <laughs> strange how there's no words about the freedom of Hong Kong from Josh Averill on this episode. Stunning silence here speaks volumes that you would not dare to speak on the Taiwan situation. I just refer to what the World Health Organization has to say on the matter. <laughs> you, are you gonna disconnect from the call if we start bringing up <laughs> Taiwan? <laughs> I'll say, uh. On the topic of uh, just crazy things that Alex Jones might claim, I think that uh, genetically altered monkeys watch Planet of the Apes last night. It's just on my mind. And uh, that's one thing I think we'll never do. I think that's one uh, reality that we will not get to because we know, like, we've seen the movies, we know how it goes. We might, I, I don't know if they still test on monkeys or not, but man we should not let those guys take control. I'll tell you that much. I feel like there's too much positive monkey sentiment in the public domain right now. Like I feel like monkeys have yeah, really monkeys made a, a pretty big comeback. Yeah. I think monkeys would pull high for sure. Cause you had, yeah. you know, like the monkey or like the chimps, like ripping off their <laughs> owner's limbs like 10 years ago. Right. And now right. we've got monkey flip video <laughs> and that's really, I mean, we got monkey That's- flip video. We got uh oh stinky. We got Planet of the Apes. We got uh, Saki monkeys are huge now. There's been a, a real renaissance the, of the of the apes. The gibbon highlight reel that I can't find. Yes, the hooting gibbons. Yeah, I see. Yeah. I see hooting and hollering gibbons on my timeline. What, what was that orange day. one that was eating the nuts out of that guy's hand? <laughs> That's a good one. I, he? I have no idea what that one is, but I, I need to find out. That's like my new that, favorite. I was monkey. really into him. Yeah, that monkey. He's on TikTok. He's famous. Oh, he's I famous showed, now. I showed okay. that video to Caitlin. She was like, "I know that monkey. I follow him on TikTok." <laughs> They're really gonna get me to watch. He's got a, he's got a big a TikTok pull. now. He's yeah, got a big pull. He does. If you've never seen him, he's like he's got orange hair, but he's one of those monkeys that like doesn't have a nose where it's just like kind of like the two holes in his face. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's very rotund, right? He's got a big old belly. He walks around on his hind legs and he just grabs snacks out of people's hands. <laughs> like it's, really it's, smooth, like hair too. Like, yeah, it's like a blondish orange. He's beautiful. He's got better That's hair beautiful. than I do. Yeah. This guy just has his hand out with like a handful of nuts or something. And the guy, the monkey's just grabbing one at a time and eating it. <laughs> And he's going back and forth. It, it looks awesome. like he's like feeding his little brother or something. Like the way it <laughs> yeah. just like follows him around. Like it's like a toddler and he's just uh-huh. hanging out with him. Awesome. I saw a picture of one of those type of monkeys with like its mouth open. And it looks like a saber-toothed tiger. 
Oh, yeah, they're they're scary. It's the they ones that still scary. scare me. Uh, so like you better see me right. Yeah, the the swarms of them that like you know like in India at the temples where like they're yeah, used to was, like ambushing there was, like, tourists. Right when COVID started, like there's no yes. tourists there, and there was like some type of the monkeys were like going crazy, right? Yeah, they they over. staged like a rebellion against the local uh, convenience store owners to steal snacks from them. It was it was incredible. <laughs> Nature is returned. That and then yeah. there's also if you ever seen the video of the monkey on the motorcycle that like jumps <laughs> off and tries to kidnap the kid. Yeah, he no, he does. <laughs> he like runs away with the kid. I think we've talked about that exact yeah, video on the show have. before. It's a great video. It's so good. It's very scary. Um, Speaking of monkeys, though, I was about to say there's been talk about monkey reformation, right? We we have the biggest monkey of them all, both in box office and in stature <laughs> the big kong that's right baby we had godzilla versus king kong uh this was maybe my most anticipated movie of the year <laughs> no generation no whatsoever it was really i mean it was just it was a ride for sure oh yeah um full warning i'm sure there will be spoilers uh you because know? mm-hmm. uh, you know josh can't help himself you know who you're dealing with yeah, you there's listen no to deal. yesterday review. <laughs> there's, there's no no stone will be left unturned. That's it's right. been out for a few weeks now. It's on you at this point. Look, it's yeah. You gotta. You don't even have to go to a theater for it. It's on HBO. It's on. I'm sure every movie torrent site. Not that I would ever condone that, but it's. I'm yeah. sure it's out there. It's um, definitely out there. You know, I actually went back to theaters for this one. This was my my grand return to the wow. to the movie theater. Yeah, that's awesome. Since. I don't even remember what the last movie I saw was. It might have been Joker. Uh, I know what my last movie was. Oh, what was it? It was uh, it was Jumanji too. Oh, Jumanji. <laughs> That's rough. That is rough stuff. But uh, oh my gosh! You know, you know, I had to ball out for the IMAX for this one though. It's it's like I think I've gone to IMAX for every modern Godzilla movie, so I wasn't about to break that trend um it's quite an, it's like just such a good experience with that with that like shriek slash yes. growl it's yeah it's all about the sound uh for for the imax 3d or whatever they call it but uh you really really tightens up your nutsack when godzilla roars it's great really it sure does yeah so that's feeling, a nice vision there feeling your bones um but you know, it was actually it was actually a pretty pleasant experience. I was kind of dreading going uh, back to theaters because I was I was so comfy, cozy on my little home theater. But mm-hmm. they um they had a like what I will refer to as as the idiot barrier, where you know you have uh no, my biggest pet peeve right is people talking in movies. I think we discussed this, mm-hmm. but. I don't even care about like the COVID stuff necessarily, but I props to AMC for keeping everybody away from me. So I don't have to worry about some kid going, that's King Kong every single time <laughs> he comes on the screen. Cause they like block off the seats right next to you. And then also in front of you and behind you. Wow. So it's like you got this whole barrier around you. That's kind of nice. nice. I, like I think even, you know, in, the year 2040, we should keep that as just like a... Just go ahead and remove the seats permanently. Yeah, give, give me a little fail safe. I don't want to have to deal with the general public. That's That's been a positive out of COVID for me. That's right. I really just don't like the general public. Because we're so nice. elitist, you know? The gym's the same thing going to LA Fitness. It's like they only allow, I think, 50 people in at a, t- at a time or maybe less. Yeah. And so I've just got the whole gym to myself, basically. It's huge. 
And is, do they let you get a muscle beach? Is that still open? Yeah, I think so because it's outdoors. So it's. Say. But I think yeah, the like capacity is limited and all that. Yeah. But. I bet the Muscle Beach chads have been truly rising up these last uh, this last sure. year. Oh yeah, they. I mean, there's the no way they there. haven't. <laughs> Probably like, oh yeah, I bet you guys are. Yo, you're locked out of the gym, huh? That's crazy. I'm going down to the monkey bars. Uh, to you guys are working out inside. Hmm. I don't do that. <laughs> oh, you went at Muscle Beach? Couldn't be <laughs> me. That's interesting. Could not be me. That's right. <laughs> I've got some notes, uh, real yeah, quick yeah. about this movie. Just some, just quick thoughts. Um, Fire them off, baby. I got plenty as well. I the the title sequence started, and I got up to go get some food from the kitchen, and I kind of was like watching it a little bit, and I was like, oh, there's a lot of cool details in here. And I ended up standing there for the whole thing, like you know how that stereotype <laughs> of dads, and they stand, uh, they like stand this? and watch things. One? Yeah, yeah. What, what, what are you watching? And then they stand there yeah. for like thirty minutes. I, I was doing the same thing. I, <laughs> I found myself just standing there, just looking at it, studying it. <laughs> I caught uh there was this one guy I actually caught him in the gym the other day at Planet Fitness and he was just wearing he was like one of those guys that shows up in like his Tevas and cargo shorts and he was just kind of standing there watching Guardians of the Galaxy for a little while next to the treadmills um yeah, I was really it. I I you know I felt a strong connection to him <laughs> honestly I I was not going to be the one to interrupt him cuz he was he was very intently focused he's like huh I don't think I have this on the TV yet I haven't seen this one yet huh I guess I'll be here for an hour and a half. This on DVD? I will, I will say, uh, uh, as soon I, <laughs> I wrote down, okay, Godzilla is putting up numbers already from the moment he came <laughs> on the screen. This is the intimidation round, like when the two teams are practicing their free throws before the game on the court, on the same court. And they're just like big making shots, exactly, doing big dunks. First, I mean, as yeah. soon as Godzilla is on the scene, taking down buildings, using his tail, just... He goes, Godzilla put up numbers right away. Yeah, he said, Godzilla, what's your, what's this? check the scoreboard, baby. It was, it truly was like they were setting it up for like a WrestleMania fight. Like you have yeah. like, oh, the Godzilla's the villain. It would like people go, boo, in the sidelines, nice. you know, as he's taking other buildings. <laughs> and then like, it starts off with Kong, like scratching his ass and hanging out under a waterfall. And nobody's like, yeah. Yeah, Godzilla's exactly. high stepping into the end zone. <laughs> Looking back at the defense. He's just watching, just going, damn, that's the competition, huh? I will say I was a little worried going into this that they were going to besmirch the good name uh, of of Godzilla because uh, you know I I'm a, I'm a self acclaimed Godzilla fan right I was in terms of the Godzilla versus Kong it's Godzilla every time for me mm-hmm. um, and they were kind of setting it. him up as the villain in the promos and they kind of do at the beginning of the movie too but like yep. at the same time I don't know it's it never was like I never felt like they were like forcing him to be the bad guy he was just kind of like. He was just doing his ball shit, you know? He wasn't going to let anybody get in his way. Yeah. And what was... So I kind of forgot the Godzilla King of Monsters preface. Um, yes. What had happened prior was that they, like, put all the monsters back where they were supposed to go when they all got out or whatever, right? It was basically... So um, Ghidorah, right? Which was the big right. three-headed dragon lightning guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Godzilla beats his ass, which in turn shows all of the other monsters on Earth that like, oh shit, Godzilla's like, he's he's that dude. We're not gonna mess, with, mess him. with him. So they all kind of like bow down to him, except for King Kong, because King Kong, he was out yes, of the game, no right? One. They had him, they had him trapped in the dome, right? So uh, you do not he, kneel. They had him in the Hunger Games dome. <laughs> they really did. They had him in the in the Springfield bubble from The Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> 
that was a that was a, that was a very clever way to set it up. I will say, like That's it cool. was um, also just just a preface, right? So I, I think this movie was maybe tailor made for me. It was like somebody came to me and like sourced the script, and they were going, okay, so the movie is going to center around uh, a journey into the Hollow Earth. <laughs> where Godzilla and King Kong fight each other. And one of our main protagonists is a podcaster uh, who is, is hell-bent on exposing the truth to his listeners. I was like, stop. Art, like, you're in my living room. You're listening to me. Stop it. You're Brainstorm my perfect script. Yeah, this is like... You can tell me. This it's is nice to be represented in a, in a movie, you know? <laughs> yes. You know, it's, it's good to see yourself on the big screen. It's, I, I finally get it. Nice to be represented for sure. That's right. It's in fact, there should be more movies with podcast main heroes, right? So if you look at the proportion of the population who now has a podcast, it's pretty high, right? Everybody's one, got one, one in one. five, probably. Probably one in five. When I look at the, you know, the Oscars, I do not see one in five best actors as a podcast. We're all the podcasters, right? That's what I'm concerned about, right? So I think I, I don't want to say that like there's, you know, I don't I don't want to I don't want to call out the Oscars, but like guys, come on. Let's let's get our act together. It's 2021. Come on. <laughs> get it together. It's 2021. It's time to see some more podcasters on the silver screen. <laughs> I love it was it. um I the I had a really hard time with their storyline though. The um like the dude who played Paperboy and then Paperboy. It was just yeah. I was like, uh I don't know. Um it was entertaining. Felt, yeah. But it was significantly less compelling than the deaf girl uh and, right. and Kong. That was like that was obviously I think that's maybe the best human story they've had in a Godzilla movie since like some of the old ones. And even then it might be, I don't know, I haven't seen a lot of the old ones, so it might even be better than some of those. Yeah, Probably I agree. True. Yeah. It just wasn't as like it, the podcaster thing and like Millie Bobby Brown's character getting it was just it felt like it was all kind of thrown together. I felt like their storyline was so lackluster to me. Yeah. But everything Compared else, to hers like, in the movie before it was definitely yeah. she pretty much didn't really contribute anything. Yeah, they kind of yeah. they kind of made her a little side character for this one. Yeah. And it was like the stuff that she ended up contributing it just felt so general. It was like this kind of could have been anyone. There yeah. wasn't like a specific knowledge or something that she brought that like brought made her a valuable asset, you know. Yeah, that's true. There was no like real carryover from like the previous movie other than her just being like invested in Godzilla, I guess, right. which I don't know. You're right. But at the same time, I'm I'm like I'm not too upset about it because it did leave more time for the other storyline to shine more, which again exactly. I think was overall of better quality. So I think it was probably the right choice. I was kind of wishing we had Friday Night Lights guy get a little more action. I liked him. Oh, Kyle Chandler. Yeah, Kyle Chandler. That's true. Well, like but, you know, how much money does it does it take to put God, Mecha Godzilla on the screen? So <laughs> it's they, they don't have that Kyle Chandler money this time around. They said, "Look, it's all robot Godzilla right now. We don't got." They it. said, "Look, literally every set piece and half of the cast is going to be CGI for this one. So we're we're cutting some corners." We'll have Kyle, you. We'll have you get on the phone for 10 seconds, and it's going to be breaking up audio. <laughs> and then at the end, you're going to run up and hug a girl that was in. Your yeah. Nature. Exactly. Well, she wasn't a little danger, I guess. Let me take that back. Did I mean, that do, city was looking rough. Did they do um, motion capture for Kong at all? That's a good question. They hooked him up to uh, the orange monkey that takes the peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> I 
And he did they the gave him a baseball bat to swing around. Yeah, they did, he did the whole thing, one shot, one take. It was it was the guy who's the guy in Planet of the Apes that does um, the monkey. Yeah, it was the guy that um, does Gollum, right? In Lord of the Rings, circus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They should have got my man Circus out here to do uh to do Kong. That would have been so cool. I feel like he's not big enough for Kong. <laughs> Might not be tall enough. Well, yeah, he's not tall enough. Scale him up, obviously. <laughs> and, and there's some post-production that happens, you know. They don't they don't put the man in the gorilla suit anymore. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of short for Kong, right? Yeah, well, you know, there was there was actually a really neat camera perspective trick that we had to use where we would get really low on the ground uh, with the camera and point it up at uh, Andy Circus and um you know, it from the rest is history. That's right. It was, I, uh, I will say though. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I, I have nothing to on. say. Go ahead. <laughs> I just, I'm just saying shit. I was going to say all of like the action sequences. I definitely appreciate that they didn't do all of like the shaky cam pan away stuff. in this one, they were like, when, when the boys are fighting, they are fighting and you see, yeah. it. you see mm-hmm. all of it. It was cool to see it in daytime. I appreciated that they ended up doing the final battle in the daytime. It's just yes. like, I don't know. Yeah. It just, I'm like, that's a big risk. Yeah, it's a big mm-hmm. risk for their CGI team, and yeah, I think it's really—it's right. just a nice change of pace for those movies. I think it is significantly harder to make a giant iguana nuclear lizard look convincing in the daylight than it is in the nighttime. So, but I think yeah. they knocked it out of the park. I mean, it was probably some of the best effects I've seen in a in a movie, maybe I was, ever. I was watching it. I wish I could have seen it in theaters, just because I feel like the you just need that. To be able to see every detail is kind of the whole point, I feel like. Oh, and the vibes were right on the IMAX did, screen, I'll tell you. Didn't get that in my living room, but that's okay. No biggie. <laughs> hey. I think my favorite scene from the whole thing was just Godzilla like charging up Kong's like battle axe at the oh, end yeah. there. Oh yeah. It's badass. Like, that was so cool. Flips, he shoots his little acid breath onto the the battle axe, and then yes. Kong just wipes out Mecha Godzilla. It was a very interesting way to like level the playing field between the two. Cause you got right. like, cause now you know, they both have that ancient power that's in the mm-hmm. hollow earth. Exactly. Like we've been talking about all along. It's what we've been saying since episode one. You got the lost tribe of Israel and there's some form of extra <laughs> large uh, humanoid species that are like 10 feet tall that live in there too. From yeah. Our Kong hollow, is a member of the our lost hollow tribe moon episode. Of Israel. Our hollow moon episode, we briefly touched on that, but I think it's all coming full circle <laughs> once again. Yes, exactly. Um, it was yeah oh what was i gonna say i was gonna mention um so mecha godzilla like spoiler alert obviously i did see on twitter beforehand that he was gonna show up which really truly devastated me but <laughs> once i actually sat down and like I somehow watched it, did not see a single spoiler i well, almost was in the trailer, saw though. one yeah. No, Mechagodzilla, they did not reveal him at all uh, before I the movie. Saw his foot at the very least. I knew Mechagodzilla was in there because I saw a trailer. I don't think it. I don't I think he was in a trailer. I watched all the trailers. I, don't I, I thought I did too. Yeah, unless Weird. I missed maybe like a like a day one launch trailer or something. Awesome. Maybe. I wasn't paying attention. I watched the trailer. I think as soon as it came out, and I remember being like, "Oh, I forgot about the robot Godzilla." And then, gonna, um, you know, fans at home, watch it. And let us know in the comments. That's uh, right. You know, you know what to do. So, so because I remember going into this, right? My theory was that they were going to pull like a Batman versus Superman, kind of like they always do, right? Where you right. have the two heroes duking it out, got to have a reason for them to fight, but you also got a reason. You need to have a reason for them to be buds again. So, hence the bigger, badder villain that comes in that forces them to team up. 
So I was like, right, okay, exactly. I mean, it's there's really be just... either Mecha Godzilla or it's going to be Destroya, but it was Mecha Godzilla. So there's just no scenario, at least in my line of thinking, where you have Godzilla Kong one on one and you can expect Kong to win. I just don't think that's that, logical. That's what I'm saying. So well, going saying. into it, you had to know that there was going to be a third character. Right. And True. Yeah. It doesn't have to mean that maybe that third character is taking out Godzilla with Kong. We don't know that going in. Maybe. 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 But that's not likely because Kong is that boy. I like Godzilla uh, is that boy. That's right. I was I was surprised that uh right. I thought yeah, the Kong getting the axe from the hollow earth was such a cool, yeah, leveling of the playing field. Cause I was like, how is he going to do this? Right. Cause it's like, I mean, you kind of see it when they're like duking it out in Hong Kong, right? Where Kong's, you know, he's he's nimble, right? He's fast, he's jumping around buildings, he's dodging shit. But like the moment Godzilla gets his hands on him, he's slashing him, he's biting him, it's over, right? So it's over. like you gotta have and then like the axe being like a Godzilla scale too. I don't know if you guys noticed that, but that was pretty yeah, neat. The like that was the cool. axe. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's why so that's why it like charges up and shit. Pretty cool. That's really uh, cool. I, you know. I've made this joke to Josh before, so he's going to roll his eyes. Um, but I will say, you know, Hollywood these days, you do have to appeal to the Chinese audience, right? Completely destroying Hong Kong was a little heavy handed. I think <laughs> it was maybe a little obvious uh, that oh that's what they were gosh, going for. Poor people. But, you know, I, you, they got to make their money, I guess, right? You got to make your money back. Somehow. It's probably, probably approved. Yeah, actually. I didn't think about that <laughs> angle. <laughs> yeah um but uh because i'm trying to think this movie had the best box office opening for a while right in terms of like yeah. actual theater sales probably since like maybe even pre-covid i'll i might have to fact yeah that. probably i mean yeah it lined they lined up really well just considering everything's opening back up and yeah and it's this movie wasn't tenant like the last big blockbuster before the lockdowns tenant wasn't out before the lockdown no yeah the wasn't. for tenant or the previous no. came out for tenant like it was supposed COVID, to come right? out like in june of 2020 i think and they they canceled the the release remember oh they delayed it because you could still go see it in theaters though right not till like a few months ago yeah they it released and then like you could go see it way after the fact in theaters yeah oh we've got a forbes article godzilla versus kong is a rare blockbuster sequel to a box office disaster did a I guess did King of Monsters not uh, do very well? That's surprising. I don't think so. I liked it. Uh, I, I liked saw it too. In theaters. The, the first line I liked, is, "I liked big Godzilla movie." Godzilla versus Kong earned another 1.2 million in China on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. There we go. Wow. Man. That's uh, yeah. yeah. That's that's surprising, man. You know, I'm gl- I'm glad to see the fellas putting up the numbers. They deserved it. It's Good like you guys. Was this yeah. the second of the new Godzillas, or was there a third? The third. At some point? So there was there was the one in 2014 where he fights the big bugs. Right. Um, And then Uh, there's the one in 20. I remember King of Monsters more recently. Yeah. King of Monsters is a little bit more memorable. But I think I think 2014 was the better movie. uh, TBH out of the two. This is obviously my favorite. Was Millie Bobby in the first one? She was not. Uh, It was the guy that plays Quicksilver in Ultron uh, was Uh, like the main guy. He was the soldier. And uh, Elizabeth Olsen is his wife. Hmm. Yeah, Brian Cranston was in it. That was that was the other big name because he was on all uh, of like the marketing stuff, and he there... dies in like the first hour. Okay, yeah, yeah. The... Spoiler. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. It's coming back. 
I remember we saw that in theaters right before college. That's right. I watched yeah. that at your, Brad, I think you and I watched that at your house too. We did. We did. Because yeah. I think that was before King of Monsters was coming out. And I was like, you mm-hmm. haven't seen the first one? That's right. It. That's yeah. right. I need to watch I this again. Really liking that one. That was that's a good scene. I agree. Yeah. That's, that that's, one's got that a good ass fight in it. Mm-hmm. It's, that's the that. scene. That's the one where he, he does the nuclear vomit breath down the, the bug man's throat. So uh, good. Yes. So oh good. my gosh. That was crazy. Love to see it. That's right. Um, totally forgot about that. And then I will say I was I was surprisingly more invested in the humans. I know we talked about like the, the deaf girl um, who she does she was the, compelling. The sign language yeah. with Kong. That was, was that was good. a nice little humanization touch. Because uh, like for you big know, actual like gorillas kind of can do a little bit of sign language. I think. Exactly, exactly. It gets you a little bit more vo- emotionally invested, right? Right. He's when, not when you just come a big in, war machine, you know. He's got right. heart. When I walk into the theater, I'm I'm ready to root for Godzilla, right? I'm ready to see a SmackDown. I'm yeah, ready to see him beat some King ass, Kong. right? But then all of a sudden, I'm kind of like, oh damn, I didn't realize Kong's Kong got the other side of him. Kong's got depth. Now suddenly, I'm emotionally invested, right? Because I'm like, I want to mm-hmm. see my man Godzilla smack down. But I also, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I can stand. Maybe I'll shed a, a tear if Kong, you know, if Kong goes down. I agree. It's <laughs> they you Kong. He just has that like likability about him. Just natural. He's, he's just a chill guy. Yeah. Especially when he's he was charmer. like <laughs> ripping the heads off of those flying serpent things in the hollow oh, earth. That was, that Drinking was cool. their like brain fluid. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. That was so <laughs> Yo, Hollow Earth was beautiful, I gotta say. That was that, that was, was a cool. surprising. I was like totally expecting that to just be kind of like a detour time saver type thing. But again, I was locked in. I was like, damn, yeah. this looks beautiful. The this mountains is like a really cool concept. Like this like the top of the sky as the mountains and the bottom also the mountains, but like sky Bass. in between. And then when so he like sick. jumps in in between the it's like the gravity shift kind of yeah. yeah was it so was that um when he was touching the hand of that statue was that like a calcified relative of his that was kind of the vibe I was getting because there was like I, little skeletons all in that throne room and everything right. so I was kind of feeling like is that like the Ultra Kong or something I was but thinking that was like it a was a big ass hand <laughs> I was thinking yeah. it was more of a like a statue oh, okay okay I was because we wouldn't too. have like flesh like wouldn't still be there it would have been picked off by all those little bats flying around True. that's why I was wondering if it was like there was like a lava explosion or they got you know I don't know something no, happened I could see they that. got Pompeii they yeah. Pompeii him yeah Pompeii exactly <laughs> damn they Pompeii hey, they, they Pompeii Uncle Kong man <laughs> they, they got Uncle Kong <laughs> they got Funky Kong <laughs> Funky Kong no yeah. <laughs> when, when is Funky Kong getting introduced to the Godzilla Monsterverse <laughs> I think that's going to be on the uh, the mini series that comes out after hell Where yeah does Donkey Kong fit into the lore <laughs> what's the power scaling on donkey, donkey kong, kong like? he, donkey kong is, ho- is a hollow earth truther that's, that's right that's canon that's gonna be the next movie they're gonna find uh all of the mario kart racers in the hollow earth they look up there's a mario kart track above them that's like upside <laughs> yeah, it's down rainbow road, <laughs> it's rainbow road. and you just see him racing <laughs> around really faint you see everyone racing. You see Kong just like 80 times the size of his cart. He's That's like, good stuff. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Yo, watch Throw out, Kong bananas. the blue shell. Kong the blue oh, shell. Kong, the they blue got the shell. bullet. Kong, oh. he has no idea. Yo, Kong got the bullet, guy. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when, when they were fighting in Hong Kong and, and Kong pulled out the star power up to become invincible, I was pretty upset that they really kind of gave yeah. him that ass pull. Yeah. Couldn't believe it. Was a bit, it. Kind of a cheap move, really. Yeah. <laughs> the um, hanging fruit. 
I will say though, I'm I'm glad there was a decisive victor, right? Part of me was thinking that they're not gonna they're gonna leave it up in the air, like who's the tougher guy, and they were mm-hmm. just gonna have yeah. Mecha Godzilla come in. But I think that that's a that's a TKO by Godzilla, right? Godzilla they, had foot on the chest. He said, "You better respect me." Foot on the chest. They had to get out the defibrillator to bring him back. That's that's how <laughs> bad he was got Kong. He was I down and out. <laughs> <laughs> I made a joke when Kong is on the ground. I was like, "Someone get the defibrillator!" And I just imagined someone grabbing it and just like put. It's like just the like the two like, like a human you know? sized defibrillator. Yeah, like it's like scale. it's just It'd like on like, like his nipple. Yeah, they can't yeah. even like get across the chest. It's just like hanging on his fur, like two little dots. <laughs> They're like clear. <laughs> Doesn't do anything. Takes you like ten oh. minutes to jump off his body once you hit the clear button. That's what I was thinking when that guy was um when he charged up Kong. That was a dramatic but- kind of like run away and like, you're yeah. like oh he's a mile away and that yeah. was like three was seconds like, yeah he, have to, he had to jump out of the ship and then run across kong's body in some direction he had to jump on kong for sure i think jumping yes. off kong's body is still probably like a 20 foot drop like it's, i was gonna say you got a <laughs> matter of stories that you're falling down was he just like holding his fur i mean i was I gonna say kind of i'm grabbing fur over analyzing that a little bit, a bit much there but he slid down the shaft it was the, the lowest hanging to the ground <laughs> logistic it was a slide down to the ground <laughs> is that canon i think it might be i actually That's, don't think it is because we actually never uh see i think King we would i think we would have saw yeah Kong if that was a little uh, bit of a robbery there. a little bit of a robbery i have to say i mean it's just I, what do you do how you know it's like if you did want to do that there's no way that you <laughs> there's just no way the audience there's, isn't laughing no you can't get away not with worth it. It. No. no it's not yeah, exactly it's, and they were just like don't just don't like, do it it's just don't yeah. Did I did I ever send that picture of the monkey hanging out with like a banana hanging out of his mouth and he's got his legs crossed and his balls are just like hanging to the ground? <laughs> I, I need like that should have been the intro scene for Kong where they like pan oh over and you just gosh. see him hanging so, dong. Just all oh, natural. <laughs> all natural. Oh, yeah, that would have made me switch teams right away. I would have been like, okay. <laughs> Team all Kong right. for sure. Kong, I guess Kong's my it. guy this now. Guy's yeah. got it. You got cannot the, deny the, the swagger. He got the nuts on him. That's oh, an old one. That's, that's an old one. yeah, that is an old one. Uh, but again, we we barely even talked about Mecha Godzilla, which was like again, oh yeah, big reveal. To be big honest, deal. I was not huge on his design when they were like first showing him off when he was still in the lab. I was kind of like, all right, he looks a little janky. I don't know if he looks like as cool. But once you see mm-hmm. him in action and he's got like the back jets going off while he's running around and he's got like. The crazy sledgehammer arm and shit. I'm like, all right. I thought it was pretty sick how they they had him. They had him not only fighting Kong, but he gave him the knee to the stomach. Like he was doing some like boxing, actual wrestling moves. I feel like he He was was pulling out the special moves. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was was uh, cool. Yeah. It was again just very impressive CGI fight scenes. I don't even know. Yeah, like how do you orchestrate that? Do you have somebody do like mocap? Because you can't. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's how crazy. do you do that? How do you orchestrate three mo- like three CGI monsters fighting each other? Yeah, and they're all such Maybe divas just too in their trailers. They never want to coordinate together on screen. They, you exactly. know that there was that whole scandal with Godzilla and Mechagodzilla and and his wife, and so there's all that behind the scenes stuff going on to see you know the, famous, the chemistry. Famous quote from him: "He stole my flow, word for word, bar for bar." Famous <laughs> Godzilla quote. About Mechagodzilla. Exactly. There was I the mean, lawsuit about the naming that. convention where he said that Godzilla was trademarked. He says, no, 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 no. Mechagodzilla, it's a whole different thing. It's one word. It doesn't matter. It's not the same thing. Yeah. It's not the same thing. But again, the chemistry on screen was, you would never have guessed. 
Whatever, they buried man. they buried the hatchet, uh, but Kong found it in the Hollow Earth. You could say <laughs> they buried the hatchet. Kong found it. He killed. Didn't bury it quite deep enough, I guess. <laughs> Middle of the <laughs> earth wasn't enough. <laughs> Not deep enough, guys. That's what Not they come to the enough. show for. Just some good ass jokes. That's good stuff right there. That's what keeps them coming back. I my final thoughts right before we move on. I would have maybe liked to see a friendly handshake at the end, right? I mean, Godzilla, he had, he had some attitude. He would, don't get me wrong. He earned it, right? He got the dub, mm-hmm. but a little handshake, a little respect goes a long way. I think it uh, would have been nice. I kind I of think that, the respect yeah. was coming from Kong was the, the beta of the two after mm-hmm. he smacked down and he kind of dropped his ax and a sign of respect and Godzilla right. walking away I think was his version of like a head nod true it, it, they dapped it up because he's like alright well now I could just come take you out what are you going to do he's got to keep his pride I guess it but was also it was can like we really little, expect yeah. a huge like radioactive lizard to go shake the hands with a huge like <laughs> ape does that make any like would that be I don't like literally just... expect them to shake hands just, okay. I was thinking, it's like, you that know. might be a little too much even for like for us you know they're just dapping each other up <laughs> maybe like a head nod a head nod from kong maybe would have been good i, I want to see him do like the handshake like a secret handshake thing a little like <laughs> we'll blow it up slide back. Yeah, yeah 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 dap him up or something <laughs> yes yo good good scrap i would have liked to have seen the uh the pre-fight uh intimidation where they put their heads together and then just like <laughs> they're getting they're getting the photo for the fight card yeah, they got, up. got the fists up we need the dana white commentary the weigh-in yeah now Kong, he's got, got the arm that. range on him he's got the wingspan but godzilla he's got the tail it's an extra appendage you can't account for that fighter he's a technical fighter we need to hire someone a wrestling commentator to comment on their fight scenes <laughs> Kong, he's a grappler, okay? He gets in fast and he gets Kong's in close. Gonna, he gets you in the, the chokehold. He wants him on the ground. He does not want to go fist to fist with Zilla, I tell you that. If Kong, if he gets him in the arm bar, it's over. <laughs> Godzilla's going to tap. He's, he's known to tap. He's, he's, prone tap. To he's tap. known to tap. He's going to tap for sure. But let's talk body blows. Godzilla, he's got a thick hide on him. He's going to take the hits. Let's go, let's go to the let's, let's not the let's not uh, cheap out on that, uh, that atomic breath there from Godzilla, the laser mouth. <laughs> Still I mean, a hot item. They're not sure if it's tournament regulated yet. They're Kong still has the jury's no answer. Out. Kong has no answer for the lasers. All right, that's just a that's a bona fide truth. Oh, that's oh, that's a fact. Until until it was like it was like when you know like Undertaker pulls out the chair. Right, is when Godzilla or Kong pulls out the axe. Right, he's bringing in a foreign object into the ring. Right, uh, it's to level the playing field. Seemingly exactly. Mm-hmm. And you know what? The crowd loves it. It's gonna sell tickets. We it's can't. We can't keep the axe from him. Okay, he's got to bring it in. Buildings acted as like the the tables outside the ring. There's the ropes. Throw, yeah, throw each other onto. He got him on the exactly. ropes a couple times. Exactly. It's good stuff. But I mean, overall, great, great monster movie. Maybe like my favorite since the first Pacific Rim. We don't talk about the second Pacific Rim because it's first Pacific Rim first is Pacific basically Rim. like a Godzilla movie, man. I don't That's think exactly. I've seen, I don't think I've seen Pacific Rim. It's, it's like, like Idris Elba, Transformers, I Godzilla. Yeah, right. you take like Gundams, right? And you have them fight Godzillas. And I'm like, dude, come on. There's another case. So and like Guillermo del Toro is directing it? Come on. Yeah, that's come pretty on. cool. Did you guys I ever see? I don't want like a Gundam movie now, but like, like a good one. Netflix is making a live action Gundam series. And I'm, I feel about it. Uh, uh, did you guys ever see Real Steel with Hugh Jackman? I've seen I Max didn't. Steel. I remember, remember that. <laughs> 
<laughs> I've seen Mag Steel. See, no, Mag I don't think I, I don't think I remember it. No, I, I do remember the trailers. It was like Rock'em Sock'em Robots, right? But like, yeah. So it's like the, the way it works is they have it's um it's kind of like a bigger version of how we have Robot Wars. You know how it's like uh, on they have it on ESPN where right all these smart yeah kids have the robots that it's a buzzsaw and flamethrower. But yeah, exactly. But instead, it's um you have like a thing that connects to your head. So you're like it's like you're as much of a fighter, but you're you're fighting what you do is what your robot does so that's okay. kind of their whole thing it's pretty cool i think i don't remember it yeah but <laughs> it could be terrible in, i don't <laughs> if you die don't in the ring do you it. die in real life is that is it one of those type of things no you're okay. not that connected to your robot but <laughs> things do get tense i think oh. again can't remember i'm yeah. gonna watch it now can I you take the robot Netflix. out of the ring and just kind of like beat some ass on the street with it yeah i'm pretty sure you can hell yeah see that's, that's what you what want saying. a little bit of pacific rim vibe to it that's yeah. exactly it kind of it's like a smaller scale like <laughs> down to wrestling yeah, exactly but, um but yeah, speaking I mean, of, of blockbuster films there was another one that came out recently which i believe we all saw Zack snyder snyder's cut. justice league the snyder cut uh Ooh. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Ooh. we're talking hbo max home release blockbusters there's a decisive victor and it was godzilla it was not the snyder cut <laughs> for sure i mean i have mild i'm not even playing the same sport i think i watched justice league the original one but i think i turned it off i just got really bored i think it was a lot yeah. to like i don't know and the snyder cut was cool i think it Credit where credit is due. I mean, the Snyder Cut, it was better. That's, I don't think anybody can debate yeah. that, right? Like, it was better than the original Justice It's League. an improvement, for sure. I mean, that's But was thing. it good? And the answer <laughs> is a resounding no. Was it worth standalone movie, the $50 million dollars that HBO threw at it or whatever it was to get it? Or the four in? hours that I wasted on it? That's, you know... It's four the hour mo- runtime was a crime. The movie would have been two hours long if we had had uh like 75 percent less slow-mo because there was slow-mo what was the statistic like 10 percent of the movie was slow motion (laughs) oh i haven't seen that but i'd be very curious to know it was something absurd like like absurdly high it very gratuitous every 10 minutes i I bring this up real quick uh every single time wonder woman literally did anything besides talk (laughs) it was in slow motion and they played this like it wasn't like weird but it was yeah but it was like really killed me is i've heard this i I think i mentioned this before there's this like group called the bulgarian state television female choir which is exactly (laughs) what it sounds like and i'm just gonna put like a quick snippet over the mic just like really quick (laughs) i literally thought that this was the exact same thing it sounded identical like and it's it's you're gonna laugh when you hear this but Wonder Woman comes on screen. It's that's a little yeah. I I I was like I I was losing my mind. I was like, is this the same damn song? (laughs) Oh my god! From this obscure playlist with like 200 followers that I listened to one time. It it was so. Oh my gosh! I was like, we don't need it every time. I mean, like I we are not exaggerating. Every single time she yeah, no, literally time. did anything yeah. more than run or jog, it was playing. This happened probably 20 times throughout the four hours. 
What I will say, though, about Wonder Woman is like, how did they make all of her combat scenes so much better in Justice League than it was in the actual Wonder Woman movie? Like it was oh like that scene where she's oh. taking you know, on I never the saw the I was second, like, uh, Wonder Woman. I never got around to it. <laughs> you got to watch. I it need to. Point. I need to watch it. Yeah. Just because of it's what a it treat. Actually, yeah. The, the train think- wreck. I think we had talked briefly at one point about getting just like really drunk and watching it. That might have to be a yeah. Might have to I think take that it back on the table. Plan. Yeah, that would be super yeah. fun. It's like the only yeah. way to do it. Yeah. It was like I, my one of my things in uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League is Batman's vehicles. It was like he had three. <laughs> you know, it was like you had yeah. the Spider One. You had the that one big, was lame. Uh, yeah, and very dumb. just so impractical. And then. Um, there was also the the Batmobile, like just the regular Batmobile. Mm-hmm. I think he had, and then there was the really really big one. I forget. The plane but thing. Yeah, kept, like, they kept getting destroyed like almost immediately every time, and I was just like, man, that is <laughs> such a waste. Like I just don't. He ain't that rich. Yeah, Batman thrives in an environment where there's not like a guy next to him that can run at the speed of light, or when there's not, you know, right. He's gonna be fighting. He can fly humans. with laser beams. Yeah, he he does not. I get he, he's always rich. That's my super. I, I get it. It's lame. Okay. It's not like, just is. He he has to fight like street criminals. He he yeah. cannot fight people that like, yeah, exactly. Intergalactic. He's literally yes. like taken down like one bug man at a time while you have Cyborg who's out there like launching nuclear warheads from his arm and taking down like a hundred of them. And Aquaman's like flying through the air, like jumping from bug man to bug man. I'm like, okay, this is sick. And then you pan to Batman and he's got like a Batman's rifle. Batman's just like shooting at <laughs> Struggling not to die the whole it's, time. It's so rough. I was also, okay, can Wonder Woman fly or can she not? She can do like a big jump, I think. Right? So... So, spoiler alert for you, Josh, for Wonder Woman 84. Oh, oh um, no, I'll remember this later. Yeah, so Wonder Woman discovers that she can fly in the year 1984. Oh, and she forgets yeah. that she can fly by the time Justice League comes around. Because <laughs> right. uh, she never uses it. So That's, that's brilliant. I, I'm like, I, okay, I, look. I, you you can make prequels, that's fine. But you can't like have like, oh, she has this actually super sick power that's super useful, and she doesn't use it for any of the sequels, though. She doesn't but want it to why? be. She wants to be a fair playing field for all the villains. <laughs> I was just. It's like it's. I hate. That's one. That's one thing. My biggest pet peeve with uh, having a bunch of superheroes in one movie is I feel like sometimes they can do things that it would, they were not previously defined that they could do, and that was one yeah. thing I kept noticing. Wonder Woman, like in the slow-mo soaring through the air but i was like was this mm-hmm. residual from a big jump or was is she right. flying i couldn't tell and i'm i'm all for adding like new powers and stuff but <clears throat> i'm like you know keep it consistent right if you have laser vision in one movie make it clear and there's right. a perfect situation for you to be using laser vision in the next movie where to go why aren't you using right if you it just charge, it really just thing. felt so sloppy like mm-hmm. it's like they're just kind of like we got to do something to match Avengers, like, and we got to do it this year. And That's like, the issue. Uh, yeah, the all right, whole... let's. This guy looks kind of close to that guy. Let's, he looks like what that should look like. She looks like what that should look like. Let's get them on the yeah. screen. My thought is probably what happened was all of the Warner Brothers people saw Avengers make eighty-five gajillion dollars or whatever, and they were like, "Look, we don't have time to make the Flash or Cyborg or." Uh, Aquaman before Justice League. Okay, we we got to make it happen right now. We want that gajillion dollars for ourselves without doing any of the legwork that Marvel did, and it shows. <laughs> so yeah. I, something, and also like 
I really just every single Justice League movie that whatever artistic direction they took, the filters, the yeah. lighting, it just looks terrible to me. <laughs> the four by three framing on this one. <laughs> According to Tyler, that's good for showing height on buildings, but I don't really know uh, that much about that. But I don't know where that, that paid off in Justice League, though. I don't remember right, seeing there wasn't any staggering buildings. heights. Yeah, where I was yeah. like, whoa. <laughs> but like, it's just like, it's just, it looks like a TV show, whereas Marvel was, looks yeah. like a good movie. Yeah, the I mean. the 4-3 ratio for me made it feel like a video game, especially in yeah. the scenes um, where they were all at that like tower or whatever, and they were fighting outside of it down yeah. below. The big it final act, like a it felt like a Batman video game, like cutscenes yeah. and stuff. Yeah, it's my last critique is why does the Flash run like such a damn goofball? Like the way his arms flap around while he runs, like. I know he's going at the speed of light or whatever. You're going fast. Maybe it's hard to control, but like, dude, come on, get together. Your whole thing is running. You have to have a cool run if you're going, if that's your thing. And he's like, like, got his arms kind of like, and it's like his hands are always like flapping down. I don't know. I, I think that kind of goes back into how unestablished half of the Justice League team was prior to the movie because it's, yeah. There's no Flash. It's the Flash movie's coming out, and then Cyborg. I'm sure will have a movie, but yeah, I ha- I don't know anything about them, and especially right. Cyborg. That was like, he seemed so cool, and his story seemed so interesting. But I felt like we just didn't. He didn't speak really. I was gonna like, say like, yeah, Cyborg's storyline was probably one of the better done in the movie. I think him I really and with him. yeah, because he. I'm trying to think because I mean at this point we. Aquaman had come out and like everybody kind of knows Aquaman, but I feel like right. to the mainstream audience, Cyborg is a little less well known. But mm-hmm. compared to Flash, who is I guess kind of like the other newbie, uh, Cyborg's story was much more compelling. And I feel like too, I feel like Flash, if he had been established prior, I wouldn't have felt so. I, his character was yeah. just kind of he's just a lame. goofball. Yeah, yeah, he's a goofball. That's the thing, and we just it's like you don't know that you kind of expect him to be cool yeah. but then he's not and it's like well, i it just would have liked I, to have known him yeah i think they were trying too hard to have their own spider-man character yes with flash totally exactly I agree. and to me when i was you know growing up watching like dc stuff the flash was supposed to be like the robert downey jr cool mm-hmm. dude in my head and i was <laughs> like i was like what is because i mean also I mean, I, I like, you know, giving, you know, actors chances and stuff, but like you've got, you know, the Avengers where like the least known person is like Scarlett Johansson. Right. And then in, in DC, it's like the most known has been Affleck and like Gal Gadot. And that's, yeah. and then like a pretty steep drop off in terms of like recognition. It feels like. Jason Momoa is up there these no, days, he, but he's he, for, for Aquaman. He seems like the right choice. I yeah. still think he would be fine as like the Scarlett Johansson, quote unquote. Yeah. Uh, no disrespect to the people that were in the movie. Obviously, <laughs> they did fine. But there's something about, I think, with like such a big project that maybe yeah. having some more like recognizable people might have done some more things for them. The, the cool thing, too, I felt like for The Flash, I mean, because it's Ezra. Um, Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller. Right. Yeah. Yep. He, I, I think he did the best with what he was given in regards right. to writing yes. and direction and all. I, I think was just so. like, you know what? Like, I, know, I can tell this may not be your favorite role, but I can also tell that he's doing his best to just make it yeah. as yeah, good definitely. as it can be. You know, I, I think the issue is that like it's 
kind of like you were saying, like they took like a Marvel character, right? They like wrote him like a Marvel character and they stuck him in with all of like the hyper serious people. And it just, it just doesn't play very well. It was like, again, it was like an exec said, well, we need to have some, you know, Joss Whedon quips in here for him to Mm -hmm. say. The audience Mm -hmm. has to laugh every now and again. So we're going to make the flash. We're going to stuff it all into his character. Yeah, that was that's it's like it felt like he was carrying the lightheartedness of the whole movie. It's yeah. And you can't do that. You have to spread it out. Right. I I think I would have liked to see like. A Green Lantern and like a Marshall Manhunter or Martian Manhunter or whatever. Well, yeah, I will say the Martian Manhunter cameo. I wish he was like. I wish those two were like actually in the like Justice League because they're yeah, actually probably two of the more powerful people. Oh yeah, Gl- I mean Green I think they maybe showed they showed like someone with a Green Lantern ring at some point in some battle. But, yeah, like, he was fighting like, Doomsday mm-hmm. or not Darkseid, I guess is Darkseid. Yeah. Okay, that's the other thing too. You have oh, all these my. badass villains, right? You got Doomsday, you got Darkseid, you got Brainiac, you got all these cool guys, and they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna put in Steppenwolf is gonna be the bad guy for Steppenwolf." Steppenwolf, Steppenwolf is like he he should, he should be like the bad guy's like right hand man. He should which be he the is, bad guy. but they gave right, him his right. whole ass movie right. to that's himself. But that's that's what he should have been playing. In those, and it, yeah. Again, it felt like they were trying to steal Marvel's flow because they had Loki in the first Avengers who was like Thanos's right hand man. And they were like, yeah, we're just going to do that. And it doesn't work. doesn't work the same. And also they co- they had to collect three, to be fair, squares. Come on. But right. Infinity boxes, them, you might as well call yeah, them. Yeah. It's yeah. just, I was just, guys, I mean, even if this is from the comics, like, come on. You got Infinity War is very much on everyone's mind still. Yeah. You have. I to think, think about they would have it. benefited significantly from pushing this back like five years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, why would you it. not? Yeah, Cause, doing cause it right, it, it would not feel nearly as awkward if we knew more about Flash coming in and Cyborg coming in, and like you wouldn't have to spend four hours setting up the groundwork for that. Right, oh we, gotta, gosh, we gotta set the scene man. with the final movie. Like yeah. that's it was not, so much right. rough. So much information. It's like by the end of the movie, I forget what happened in the first two hours. I know. Like you forget that Wonder Woman was killing terrorists in front of school children in the first thirty. Yeah, minutes. that was That's right. That was like just. It, it felt like it was so unnecessary. Like nothing came from that, from what I remember watching. Nothing came from it, but I also thought it was like one of the more entertaining scenes in the whole movie. Which yeah, was kind exactly. Of funny, where I was like, right, oh, right. all right, well, all right, Wonder like, Woman, you, this like, is going like the rest here. of the movie. I'm like, okay, right. this is kind of going crazy, but then it just it doesn't it doesn't keep that up. Yeah, no, but, um, what did you guys think about the dream sequence at the end? Oh, the very end. Mm-hmm. So uh, stupid. <laughs> so I don't even remember stupid. what happened. Like, can you remind me what this? Like, the Joker it? shows up. Okay, he's like, oh, Batman, I'm gonna say the f word or something, or like, yeah, right, I guess Batman like, says the f word. Yeah, Batman does. I remember. So it was, stupid. It's Again, like they had three f words in the whole movie, and it was all, every time I was just like, oh, like okay. obviously Joker so can't be like the villain of a justice league type thing like the max because he's just a man yeah at the end of the day. i was hoping so i mean i really was hoping he was going to be more involved honestly he's totally out of place though yeah it was just like ugh. it was like a cheap like oh look like a cheap cameo is what it felt yeah like. it, it was just throwing a bone to people but i'm like I've, I've been sitting here for four hours dude i have to take a piss like i can't it's not worth it for me to sit here and see the joker not say that we live in a society I came here to see the Joker say the F word and he didn't <laughs> release like, the Joker F word cut. <laughs> if you don't remember the dream sequence, Josh, it was like, uh, 
I don't even know how far in the future, but it was essentially the Joker telling Batman that if Lois Lane hadn't died, then none of this would have happened or something yeah, like that. Yeah, like Superman's evil and like hunting them down. Yeah, remember Superman shows up and it's like, right. I, yeah, and Batman's like, shit. And I, also, it's the post credits, so I get to swear now. I couldn't believe Amber Heard made it into the Snyder Cut after <laughs> yeah, after, after, after cancellation. We were all booing every time she came on screen <laughs> after shitting the Boo. bed game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very uh, creative. I was, I, I was I was genuinely surprised. I was like, yeah. wow, I didn't for like a character that has like no significance to this. Right. Movie. The only purpose that's an easy cut was it's an easy cut but it's like she was the only reason how we knew that aquaman died in this reality or whatever it's like yeah. aquaman lois lane there's like two other characters i think that they mentioned robin they mentioned robin oh robin we never i don't think we've ever seen robin in like a no. modern batman movie no we got the little it, teaser at the end of the nolan one where joseph gordon levitt's character was named robin but why wasn't that expounded upon? I mean, I would have loved to see that, honestly. Like yeah. having like an actual Robin. I mean, again, that was like one of the huge ones. Of, like, I mean, we, the DC comics we watched on TV or whatever, Teen Titans cartoons dude. and Batman Badass. Ultimate too. That Batman with like the the, the black and red Batman. Yeah. Oh, Batman so, Beyond. So or Beyond. Stop, yeah, dude. that's the best. Yes. But like, then we're just like, what are we doing with the Snyder Cut? And like nothing. Yeah. Like nothing from that brings any joy to me. Any excitement. The, and it's oh, such and then, an easy topic to you know do that with, which is right. kind of disappointing. It was it was Robin, um, Aquaman died, and then they said that Lois Lane and also um, Harley Quinn because uh. Joker says like I killed, basically just says I killed Robin. It was great. Then yeah. Batman says uh, Harley told me to make sure that with her dying breath said make sure the Joker suffers. <laughs> Nice. And that's pretty much it. So I really don't, yeah. I don't know what they were going yeah. for. It's, do you remember all the promo art they released to the Joker too, where he was wearing like a crown of thorns and he had like the police vest on with all the badges where I'm like, what was like, where was this going? Did, like, did you like, have something to tie this right. together that's or what was there a just fifth like, hour? Yeah. Are you baiting out some headlines? Is that really all this was? I thought the Joker was going to have at least like 30 minutes, like maybe 20 minutes. I thought there was going to be, yeah, like some intermittent flash forwards, like kind of dispersed throughout the movie or something, because that would have at least made a little bit more. I don't even know if that would make sense, but it would have been something extra with them. It just felt like they were using him as promo. And then it he was I was waiting for him the whole movie. I was just like, I hope I get to, you know, I wonder what that'll be about. Nothing. (laughs) The last literal minute of the movie. <laughs> Ridiculous. But, I want to know, I mean, like, what what is Zack Snyder, right? He has, like, this rabid fan base now, like, where people convinced HBO to dump X amount of millions of dollars into this movie. But, like, he hasn't made anything very good in quite some time. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at his IMDb right now. And I think his last movie that I like really enjoyed that he did was Watchmen, which was 2009. I gotta watch uh, that. I really, I actually, you know, this is this is maybe a hot take, but a lot of people don't like the Watchmen movie very much. I love it. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. Um, and then he did 300 in 2006. Josh, I know you're a big 300 head. Wicked. Um, and Dawn of the Dead in 2004. Um, and a Morrissey music video in 2000 or something. <laughs> it- it it does look basically like he used whatever filters he found for 300 just through the entire yeah. movie. 
and it and only works again, really for 300 all the slow-mo too very similar vibe it, it, it only worked for 300 that's you know the where weirdest else? thing yeah. they overuse slow-mo is in legend of the guardians owls of gahul <laughs> He goes from making Watchmen in 2009, which I think is great, to Legend of the Guardians, The Owls of Gahul. Listen, that movie's actually kind of good. I, <laughs> he goes, Mason and, ben both, slept on. Mason and Ben both love that movie, too. It's the one that has in the trailer, they use Kings and Queens by 30 Seconds to Mars. You know that song? Uh, sing it to me. Queens of Promise. Da, 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 da. You know, I do not know this. Well, hey guys, uh, sorry, just calling in. Uh, <laughs> thanks so much for for taking my call again. This is Joe Biden from Denver. Hey Joe, Denver. welcome back. Oh, Joe, you're back. Hey. I'm from Delaware. Yeah. Um, couldn't help <laughs> but notice listening to the show. Great stuff so far. Uh, a lot of movie talk going on, but you're really gonna shit on Legend of the Guardians, The Owls of Gahul, <laughs> or? You expect well, I heard, your I heard Mason just, and Ben like it. So, well, you expect no, your yeah, viewers you, to just take that lying down, or I don't know. Are you like you gotta, trying to? You got, is this like Joe, a listen. false outrage thing? What's what's listen going up. on? Listen up, Joe. I'm here. You can't do that to these people, Joe. On your behalf, I'm not letting. I'm not letting the slander slide. I'll tell you that much. I'm look, here fam, on your. Hey, come on, man. Look, look, Jack. You got Legend of the Guardians. You got the owls. The uh, Gahul. <laughs> They got, they got, they got the owls. They, they got the owls. You can't say that anymore. <laughs> okay, Joe, that's, that's all the time like that we anymore. Have Joe, put down the phone. Thank you. Bye, Joe. They won't let you watch it anymore. <laughs> yeah, sorry, guys. Uh, just went to the bathroom real quick. Uh, sorry, I missed. Um, I guess did somebody else call in? Is that what I was? Uh, over yeah, yeah, Joe you got just, you Joe got Joe. back in. He, he must have stuck past the uh, the sound guy. I yeah, well, you know what's crazy it. about the Feedpick Studio is that there's actually a direct line to the Oval Office. Um, <laughs> that's what that's what you know. It was some weird stipulation of us being able to continue the show after our Epstein episode. I'm not sure what what the deal with that is, but there's a yeah. It's one of his executive orders is he's allowed to be on any podcast he wants to be on. So it was part of the COVID relief bill. <laughs> they snuck it in there at the, at the ninth hour. <laughs> we have to be uh, we have to ad- adhere to the rules if we want to stay on the air. So bear with us. <laughs> They, when they were reading the whole bill out live on the on the Senate floor when nobody was there, uh, the intern was going, uh, Article 6B, uh, subsection A, Joe Biden is, uh, is legally allowed to tap into any podcast or Zoom recording, uh, and nobody caught it because they weren't there listening. <laughs> exactly. But we're happy to have him. Oh, yes. But uh, I think that about brings us to our beloved final section. A fan favorite. We need to get a little jingle for the soundboard. That's That'd be I'm really saying. nice. Yeah. Discover Weekly. Tom, I'm gonna I'm gonna send, assign that out to you since you're our designated music recorder. For sure. Um, for sure. Folks, if episode 30 rolls around and um, you know we don't have fun soundbite for it, just know that Tom didn't do his homework. So Tom that's, is the that's point. On, it's fully on me. So <laughs> you heard it here first. Um, well, who would like to go first? Class, Josh. should we do some Josh? popcorn reading? I'm Don't ready. make me call on you. Oh, you ready, you Joshua? Josh? Did, I, did I see a hand raise? Josh's hand raise. I saw it right there here. He hey, what do you got for us? Well, um, this is a fun one. I'm no longer the youngest person I know of that is into Appalachian bluegrass after this one. What <laughs> uh, <laughs> did, you, did you find a protege? I did. Have you, taken on a, have you taken on a ward for you to train? 
Esquire. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've got a squire. He ties up Josh's exactly. boots in the morning, and he strings his banjo. Yeah, puts his puts his coffee through the <laughs> through the um, <laughs> through the French press. What is press. that called? French press. So this one I saw they were on NPR uh, like a few weeks ago or months ago, uh, like the NPR Tiny Desk from Home or whatever that type of thing. Uh, the artist's name is Nora Brown. She is. A 15-year-old banjo player uh, oh. of the Appalachian bluegrass uh, persuasion. Wow! It's out of Brooklyn, New York. Uh, highly recommend watching uh, the NPR she does. So, Brooklyn, New York was not the uh, location I was expecting to no, come out of there. I that she kind of briefly talks about that on her uh, tiny desk thing. Um, she said, "Well, I'm just raised. a country girl from Brooklyn." <laughs> She's she's born and raised in Brooklyn. Sounds like a normal American kid or whatever, and just oh, I don't so know the full the, the Midwest and the South. They aren't Americans to you. Uh, I'll take my answer off the air. <laughs> I'll tell you later. first. First, the silence on Taiwan, and now you are glassing over uh, half of the population of the United States. Truly disgusting. Honestly, <laughs> I, was, I was just gonna I was gonna hit the leave button real quick. <laughs> it's not <laughs> worth it. Mid question. It's not worth the joke. Exactly. Sorry, you're breaking up. Can you repeat that? Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, she doesn't really go into too much detail on like her background as far as like why she's into that genre. I she said her dad built one of the banjos she was playing at some thing, so you have to assume her family is at least somewhat, I guess, involved or influential in that regard, but. Yeah. I'll play you a song. She has one album out on Spotify, and this is from two years ago. So she's probably 13 or so when this came out. Dang. And what's it called? Uh, the album is called Cinnamon Tree by Nora Brown, but the song I'm going to play is Hills of Mexico. Let's get into it. We sure Hills are glad of Mexico. Could, sure are glad you could find that little town in New York City. So glad that you're enjoying it. Welcome Thanks for stopping on by. Our roller coaster ride. If you could keep your hands and legs inside of the ride at all times, we really appreciate it. Have a good ride. Well, darling, you just got to take a left at the Empire State Building. You can't miss it. And you go it's to just two, right there. two blocks down the road, you'll find Aunt Shirley's house. That she song. is just a trip. It Aunt Shirley's <laughs> studio apartment. She is a trip. That's her little you, heart. That song makes me feel like um, I'm in line at Silver Dollar City in Missouri. There's like this kind of, I think I've talked about it before, but it's this really old uh, like prospector themed amusement park in Missouri, Branson. And uh, you just feel like you're in line and like they have their little skits and stuff. And that music, it's a lot like that music plays and all the workers are in on it. They all have accents and everything. And they're just like hands and feet inside the ride at all times. Y'all have a good ride. You hear? We love it. Some it's boiled great. peanuts from the bodega. You know, um, that, 
<laughs> well, we, we're going down to the farmer's market down there at the bodega. <laughs> we're going to take gonna... the subway down to Uncle Dave's farm. <laughs> down to 39. Down to 39. You hit, 30, you hit 40 if you've gone too far. Now, if you're hopping you on the yellow line, it. you've gone too far. <laughs> well, I was going to say... Um, the song that I have actually is it's uh the the singer whoever was singing that they sound similar to this guy. Um, this song is mm-hmm. called "The Painted Man" uh, by Blind Boy Music, and transition. He is from good. American Idol. Call back to last week. Oh, um, he's really good. He's got he kind of looks like he could be an Odin. He's got curly hair, light skinned, big um, Odin energy. Yeah, big Odin energy, and it's a lot of his, things for free. He gets a lot of freebies, doesn't know why. He doesn't know about it. But, um, he doesn't know about the Odin freebie. He, he's got uh, like astigmatism, I think, in his eyes or something. So he's going to be blind by 35. Yeah, astigmatism, I'm baby. Sure. I'm not and uh, so he's like just trying to make the most of it. On the show, it's, you know, even while he was performing, he got to the top 24. Or no, sorry. He got eliminated before the top 24. And um, I just his music is so good. And he had never recorded in a studio before. His album art is like, a picture of his necklace on a table that he probably took with his phone. And then is like, he released an EP and it's like, as if he typed into word, the album title and then four, it's like track one, the name of it. And then two, three, and four. And it's just a screen nice. that super, <laughs> super, super under the radar. Um, but yeah, anyway, this is the painted man by blind boy music. He's a he's a really cool just underdog of American Idol that I really connected with. I followed him on Instagram and everything, and he's been he's he's since then now recorded in a studio. He's got I think a small EP out that's been professionally done, and just super cool to see. It's it's really it was just a it's fun to find people like that who are just so so small and have great music. He's his lyrics are really good. I mean, also the way he speaks, he sounds like he's in his 50s he has like uh <laughs> almost like a morgan freeman-esque speaking voice but he's, he's like 20 25 or something like that and so hey, 25 cool. is pretty old hey, 25 is, i heard 25 is pretty old so i hear 25 is the new 23 these days <laughs> that's what they uh, say a lot of people told me i gotta flex on tom real quick uh Uh-oh. tom's tom's uh choice has eighteen thousand listeners and mine has fifteen thousand. so I gotta oh, say, when I when I saved this song, it was at the little uh, less, less than, than one thousand plays. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a nice. that's a big spot to be in. Totally, that's, that's always a, a good find. The top one percent of listeners got to be there. <laughs> got to get there early. That's right. Oh yeah, baby, get down on the ground floor. Brad, well, you want to uh, round us out? I will. I'll, I'll wrap us up. I, I over want a little book report real quick because I said I was going to do some research on New Order because I right. just kind of was shooting from the hip oh, last yeah. week. Uh, and I absolutely should have known this. I apologize. But uh, New Order, 
reformed from Joy Division after uh, the lead singer Ian Curtis committed suicide. So that's why they came under the whole new label thing. Um, yes. And so uh, now speaking of, of tragic deaths uh, among artists, I have another uh, deceased artist that we can listen to. Um, very, very different from what Josh and Tom have been playing. So uh, this is uh, World's End Rhapsody by Nujabez. Let's check it out. do this to you but uh i'm hearing (laughs) (laughs) you get rick astley from that i love that i kind of kind of hear it now come on i was thinking i was thinking more disco than rick astley but i guess he kind of is a little bit uh, yeah it's got you're gonna put me on blast in front of our whole fan base listen hit me with the the rick roll this is a well-respected dj (laughs) well-respected Hey, I'm in. No, no shade, baby. No shade. <laughs> so, yes, that was World's End Rhapsody by Nujabez, um, who, again, tragically passed away in a traffic accident uh, in 2010. Jeez, that's but um, that's going to be my new Discover Weekly trend. I have to find artists who have tragically died uh, before their times. So I'm going to hold myself to that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's weird. There. I keep there's there's like a ton that I keep finding. I don't know there's what's no what's shortage. the overlap. Yeah, and um, that is not a laughing matter. It's just it's the truth. There's so life. many. That's life, that's baby. Life. Hey. That's showbiz, baby. That's right. Um, but you know, he, uh not a whole lot to say. I know we're running a little low on time, but just uh, all of his songs are kind of this really great blend of like hip hop beats with like some soul samples and then also like some tasteful piano dancing around on this one. Um, it's pretty cool. Actually. I did like yeah. it. I mean, I, I heard Rick Astley, but it doesn't matter. I can separate, <laughs> I can separate the two. Separate the art from yeah. the artist. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Well, folks, I think that'll wrap us up for tonight. This Thanks has been coming. featured picks. Thanks for stopping by. You know we what? Love you. We love you. We're not going to ramble for 45 minutes after the Discover Weekly this time. We're doing a hard cutoff. Hard cutoff. Get us out of here. Get out of here. Playing the music. Oh, hang on. Beat the traffic. Do you guys hear that? Oh, they're playing us off. Oh. Oh, Let's come on. We we better get it. Really? Get off before they give us the hook. They give us the hook. He's he's looking at me. (gasps) They they cut our mics. All right. And they cut our mics. We love you.